0: Hello everyone, thanks for joining us. This is Sipping Tea with Nat and Z. I'm Nat. And I am Z. Hello, hello everyone. If
1: you're in the DMV, it is a little snowy today, mm-hmm. uh, but it ain't, it's not that bad. It ain't as bad as it was last week.
0: Is it supposed to be like Snowmageddon again?
1: That's what they put it out to be, but it's not even sticking to the ground, so I think we're oh. good. I, I think I think we're good. Uh, so how was your your first week in February?
0: Happy Black History Month! Yes, everybody.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Uh, you know, it was busy. I'm, I started back to work and just juggling all of that. So, trying to take everything in stride.
1: Yes, that first what about back, you? that first week back, I know is a struggle,
0: man. Especially I, if
1: you've been off for a while.
0: Yeah, three months worth of emails and. <laughs> Yeah, 3 months worth of emails and trying to get back
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then being put in meetings and I'm like what is this about? What meetings is? <laughs> but my coworkers have been amazing. They've been really accommodating and um you know, helping me navigate what's what is most pressing versus well, what good. I need to do. So, what about you?
1: Um I mean, first week back in well, first week in February has been uneventful, thankfully. Um, you know, I think we've have, you know, all suffered through a bit of trauma with the last administration. So and 2020. So I think we're always waiting for something to happen. And when it doesn't, we're like, ooh, okay, we got through this week unscathed. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I mean, it was a pretty low key week. I mean, pretty low key. I mean, the most eventful thing that has happened. Actually happened to someone else and I'm highly invested
0: mm-hmm. with
1: that woman who, uh, gorilla glued her hair.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, what?
1: <laughs> you haven't seen this.
0: <laughs> I have not been on much social media. I've kind of been in my own zone. So trying to get oh, focus
1: oh. So what happened? So this woman, she's from Louisiana, mm-hmm. uses, uses, got to, generally used, got to be glue spray or something on her mm. hair. Which mm-hmm. is a, a hairspray that, you know, some people do use. I don't like my hair feeling hard. I don't ever want my hair to be that stiff. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had like a slick down ponytail. So she usually used that according to her. And she didn't have any. So for some reason, she decided to use Gorilla Glue spray. And her hair has been um... stuck in the style for a month. One, why did you wait a whole month before you decided that this might not be?
0: (laughs) Wow. Like, but didn't her hands feel, I mean, I guess I could.
1: I don't know how she did it. Some people are saying maybe she did with a brush. I mean, we're all highly invested in this story. So finally she decides (laughs) to go to the, she used acetone apparently on her hair, Mm -hmm. coconut oil, olive oil. She's used a whole bunch of stuff. She even showed how she put soap in her hair and it doesn't move. She was like stiff wear. It is stiff. She had dermatologists oh reaching goodness. out to her giving her things to do and nothing has happened. So she had
0: to chalk it up to the game and shave that off.
1: I mean, people are saying shave it off, but it's so it's it's stuck to her head. So how is she going to shave like I don't even know mm. if that's going to work. And then her follicles, nobody knows what oh, that wow. chem, those chemicals have done to her follicles. She went to the hospital apparently. And they didn't take it off at the hospital, but they gave her stuff to take home and she showed whatever it was that they gave Uh her to take home to do it. And it looked like it was burning and she didn't even finish the whole video. So I got my notifications on. I'm highly invested. I can't (laughs) wait to see if she can get this shit out of her hair. Some people say they felt sorry for her. Yeah. I don't, but... (laughs) (laughs) Why?
0: Is it because the gorilla... Gorilla spray snot stuff is not next to Gorilla Glue?
1: So initially I felt, (laughs) I was like, well, damn. I thought maybe this was a joke. And then I saw it wasn't a joke, that she really did this. And then I started to question the education system here in America. And then I said, why are you waiting a whole month before you think that the thing to do is to go to the doctor? Like, why did it take you a month to come to that conclusion?
0: Embarrassment.
1: Maybe I want to feel bad for her. Part of me, I, I mean, but he, hey, I've already told y'all I'm not a very empathetic person. I'm trying to find the empathy in this situation. I just cannot. Oh my goodness! I pray that she gets it out of her hair. But I'm like gorilla goodness. Like, what well, made you I think hope it I
0: is? hope all the avenues to reach out to her and can help her facilitate this process. And... I hope so too. And maybe someone will devise something to disintegrate the yeah. gorilla glue.
1: Yeah. She and I and I think it was she was trying to use gorilla snot, which is a a hair product. And right. Maybe she. But isn't that it was like green? I think it's like a yellowish green. Yellowish
0: green and gorilla glue is not. Uh, yeah, that color.
1: I don't know. And I think the company, Gorilla Glue, also reached out to her to try to help mm-hmm. her get it out of her hair. Nothing has worked. I just. Wow. I just. I mean. I feel. Sorry for her follicles. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
0: I have empathy, there's there's your empathy. There's Lee. my empathy. So you can't say you don't have empathy because you are sorry for her follicles. I am.
1: I feel bad for her follicles. Yeah, but, um, I'm sure
0: it's. I get it. Yes. Oh my. That's so that's been
1: the most eventful part of my week. Um, wow. But let's go ahead and get into the tea of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, we're not tea experts. You should speak to your doctor when drinking herbal tea as there are potential side effects when mixed with some medications. Um, this should not be a substitute for medication or got to be glue.
0: <laughs> Please put that disclaimer out there. This is
1: not... <laughs> we're not affiliated with any of these companies nor are these endorsements. So... I hope y'all pay
0: attention to that.
1: Yes. <laughs> so the tea on the table is a tea that um, I picked and I thought it was perfect for our topic, which is about black love, the overall mm-hmm. concept of black love. Great. And the tea on the table is English tea shop, chocolate, rubose, and vanilla. And so the ingredients to this are organic rubos, tea, herbal tea, coconut nibs, and vanilla pod. Um, the recommended tea brewing time is about five minutes. Um, the description in and of itself should make you want to go out and get a box. Delightfully indulgent yet guilt, guilt-free. This blend combines rich, dark chocolate, real vanilla pods and caffeine free Rubo's for a sweet treat. And I picked Ooh. it because I felt like it was rich and decadent, like our melanin. All um, right now I'm drinking it now. It mm-hmm. is a very good tea. Um, I, so I, so disclaimer, I'm trying to get off of sugar. So Mm -hmm. I use a sugar substitute called Swerve. Mm
0: -hmm. When
1: I first had this tea, I used it with Swerve. I did not like it with the Swerve. (laughs) So the sugar substitute. So if you're someone out there who is trying to cut back on your sugar intake, just go ahead and use this as a treat and go ahead and put sugar in it. (laughs) Much better with the sugar. Um, It is definitely much better when it's hot. As it starts Mm -hmm. to cool down, I mean, I still like the flavor, but I just don't like it as much. Um, mm-hmm. And it is like, I feel like more of like a evening tea, like that you can eat with like a nice piece of like chocolate cake to kind of give mm-hmm. you that, that oomph, you know, into yeah. your taste buds. And add to the richness. Yes, absolutely. And again, like I said, it's rich. It is rich. It is decadent tea, just like our melanin.
0: All right, I like that.
1: Yeah. So, um, hot tea for the day is very short but very long. And what I mean by very <laughs> short but very long, I have two topics. Um, but one of the topics is a lot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we all know since we last um were here on the podcast, Cecily Tyson passed away. Um, mm. what an icon! What yes. a trailblazer! Yes. I mean, this woman has an Oscar, nomination for Sounder. She won a Tony Mm. Award at the age of 88. She has two Emmys. She received an honorary Oscar last year. Mm. Um, She died at the age of 96. What a well-lived life. life. I mean, Mm -hmm. this woman was beautiful and gracious. She loved our people. She loved our culture. She loved our community. I mean, sis was still acting in her 90s, like, on um, Scandal as Viola's mama, okay? Uh Greasing her scalp like black mamas do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With that blue magic.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Not with the got to (laughs) peak.
0: Clearly, she got that memo. (laughs) (laughs)
1: so um you know i love cecily i've always loved her um you know i just think we've lost a true Mm. icon as far as yes um and not just in black entertainment i'm just talking about overall yeah you know we have lost someone who within the black community has really championed for our people Yes. I mean, this, this was rocking a natural before naturals were even a thing and mm-hmm. said, no, I'm going to wear my hair and you just going to get, you're just going to get with it. <laughs> okay? Basically deal with it. So, um, you know, I, thoughts and prayers to her family and to all of her mm-hmm. loved ones. Um, she is definitely going to be missed. Um, yes. and there definitely is going to be a hole in, you know, the world yes, of entertainment. So. Um, So we all know it's award season. Well, you may not know. You know, I know it's award season.
0: (laughs) We know that you know, Z.
1: And I usually get very excited about award season. And, you know, the last few years, I will say, I've been kind of disappointed in the lack of diversity in the nominees. And this year, I'm like, the the Golden Globes, I, I think this may be it for me with the Golden Globes. Um, Because of their nominations their, and their snubs, I feel like a lot of great performances and great actors were definitely overlooked for very mediocre mm. actors, actresses, and performances. But we'll get into the mm. Globe, Golden Globe nominations in a second. The nominations I really want to talk about is SAG. Um, The Screen Mm -hmm. Actors Guild Award, those nominations I really like because they are actually nominated by the actors themselves, right? right?
0: Which I think is their favorite.
1: I think it is, too. I think they hold those above all others. The the SAG Mm -hmm. and the Director Guild Awards, because, again, Mm -hmm. these are people, and the Writers Guild, I think they have an award, too. These are people who are actually doing the work, (laughs) not some Hollywood foreign press. These are people who are actually the entertainers and, right in their peers exactly so i appreciate these awards more and i think i probably will dedicate more of my time watching these than i will with the golden globes so the notable nominees this year and some of them i had told you before eh, 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 pat myself on the back um, <laughs> <laughs> so for outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture we have the five bloods which is spike lee's film ma rainey's mm-hmm. black bottom and mm-hmm. one night in miami so, mm-hmm. for outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role, Viola Davis, of course, for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, yes. uh, uh, this one, like, made me tear up a little bit. Outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role, Chabba Bozeman for Ma Rainey's Ooh. Black Bottom nice um outstanding performance by a black male actor in a supporting role you have chadwick bozeman for the five bloods daniel mm. kaluuya for judas and the black messiah leslie odom jr from one night in miami which he was good as sam cookin i mean he mm-hmm. was great um outstanding performance by an ensemble in a drama series you have bridgerton and lovecraft country um, oh, okay lovecraft i know right Outstanding performance by a male actor in a drama series, Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us, and I think his name is Rajay Jean Page, the pullout king from Bridgerton. (laughs) (laughs) The Duke. Yes, the Duke. Um, outstanding (laughs) performance by a female actor in a television movie or motion, I mean, TV movie or miniseries, Michaela Cole for I May Destroy You. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, I love this woman and I love that show. Um, Carrie Washington for Little Fires Everywhere. Outstanding performance by a male actor in a television movie or miniseries, um, uh, Diggs for Hamilton. So Mm. for representation's sake, I think the SAG Awards did a very good job. The reason yes. why I did them first is because you see how many categories we're in. You see yeah. how, and the multiple nominations and categories, right? Mm-hmm. So now let's move on to the Golden Globes. For television, best performance by an actor in a television series, musical or comedy. Don Cheeto for Black Monday. Mm-hmm. And then we get to be- best television series drama, Lovecraft Country. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, limited series or motion picture made for television. John Boyega for Small Acts. Film <clears throat> category, the best motion picture, Hamilton. Best Actor mm-hmm. in a Supporting Role in the Motion Picture, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. And Leslie mm-hmm. Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Um, best Motion Picture Animated, Soul, which is that Jamie Foxx film. Best I, like that. I do too. that. Um, best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Best actress in a motion picture drama, Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and Audra Day, which I did mention before. The movie hasn't come out yet, but it's the United States versus Billy Holiday, which I heard she's mm-hmm. phenomenal in. And mm-hmm. Best Director, of Motion Picture, Regina King, one night in Miami. And that's it. Yes. And that is it. That's it. And I'm talking about the Golden Globe spans TV and film. There's an only TV we've seen was Don Cheadle. Um And I think Michaela Michaela Cole definitely should have been nominated for something in this category. I think Mm -hmm. Sterling K. Brown definitely should have been nominated for a Golden Globe. I think there are so many um, missed opportunities, insecure, I definitely feel was overlooked. Um, Mm -hmm. I just feel like um, we had this conversation all the time, but this year it just like hit me that the Golden Globes are trash. (laughs) They're just trash. And... I am divesting myself from probably watching this because I just feel like we should have had more representation in these categories and we just don't. Mm-hmm. And that is sad. Right. And I mean, if you could have seen some of the people that were nominated, I was, yeah. I was like, really? I saw their performance and I didn't think it was better than Michaela Coles. I just didn't. I've seen wow. Queen's Gambit. The Queen's Gambit is very good. Do yeah. I feel like that? actress should have been nominated if she was nominated Michaela Cole definitely should have been nominated period hands down I May Destroy Mm -hmm. You is just like it's just gold it's gold it is gold and that show Queen's Gambit as much as I love it there were flaws in it but you know that's why I will be highly invested in the NAACP awards this year Um, Mm -hmm. they still have some problems they have some issues with representation and diversity when it comes to the trans community.
0: Mm-hmm. Pose could
1: have been nominated.
0: Right. But,
1: I mean, you know, right. it, it, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. But, you know, mm-hmm. I will be supporting the NWACP awards a lot more. Um, And that's that for Hot tea.
0: Okay, great. So all y'all check those movies out, TV shows, you know, that Z mentioned. So we're gonna take a quick break. And when we come back, we're gonna jump right into our Tea Time segment. And we're back. So as Z mentioned, Today's topic is Black love a concept. We all have our different views, interpretations, what we hear on TV or hashtags and what have you. But we want to look at all the different aspects that Black love can take. So starting out, love, as we all know, is a universal language, but our Blackness elevates it to a different realm and lived experiences. It's not a simple definition. And it means different things to different people. And I really want to make sure we understand it does not just mean intimate or sexual relationships. That's key. It applies to heterosexual couples, same sex, same gender, family, community, um, and the love of culture. It's a very broad diaspora of what Black love can be interpreted as. Preston Mitchum defines Black love as Black love is one rooted In resilience and hope, Black love allows us to reimagine our lineage and connections to ancestors through passion and empathy. Black love means allowing for balance and yielding space while allowing a person to grow and change and figure out ways to navigate the world separately and with a partner. And I think empathy is huge in this point and shared experiences because- Man. We
1: lack it. Hello, I am trying. I'm learning, people. <laughs> Please be patient with me. God has not through with me yet. <laughs>
0: You're a work in progress, boo. It's all good. We all are. We all are. Uh, but,
1: you know, speaking <laughs> just specifically towards empathy, I think that that is definitely something that we need to kind of hone in and focus on when we're talking about love for the Black community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, there I will say there definitely has been an increase in unity and collaboration, um, within our communities mm-hmm. over the last few years, um, and I think that that is probably related to, in part, to the love and support that we foster within our homes because we do carry mm-hmm. that over into the community for the good of everyone, um. I've seen more people, more creatives create spaces where we can freely express, you know, our cultural values and reflect on Mm -hmm. our heritage. Um, I recently saw an interview. um, It was on the Today Show, but it was also um, going through uh, Instagram where Mahogany Books, which is a a black owned bookstore here in in southeast D.C. I think it's southeast, southeast or southwest. Mm -hmm. um, They were online in 2007 and they decided to open up their first storefront. I think it was like in 2000. I think recently, I don't want to say. Mm-hmm. And it is a space. It's a it's a space where people can come. They can read books. They can have these mm-hmm. very open dialogues, conversations about the material nice. that they're reading. And again, not be in a judgmental space, but be in a very free, loving space where you can share your ideas. Mm. Because we all don't. I think a lot of people think Black people are a monolith. We all think yes. the same. Um, we all vote the same. Um, And we're not. And we do have different views and different opinions on things that are happening in the world. Um, Yes. So I think when we fail to have a lot of love for the black community, the lack of it, it kind of leads to the destruction of the community Mm. and of the family. Um,
0: Unfortunately,
1: you know, we kind of see our youth seek love and respect from negative influences, Mm. you know people like to represent their block their who or their gang and even that is rooted in their set even that is rooted in some form of love and and, and (coughs) then misdirected yes but it is still Mm -hmm. rooted in some type of of love um
0: right and sense of belonging to somebody and exactly
1: and i think again you know this is a i'll say a renaissance period for black people um Mm -hmm. black entrepreneurship is up it's on the rise. And we recently saw Beyonce with her Black is King by Black Initiative, where she basically on her page had a a um, a catalog of just Mm -hmm. different black businesses and organizations that you should buy from and support, which we don't have that. There's not I mean, we're starting to formulate that, but to have that all in Mm -hmm. one particular area where we all can go to to access is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that you can't buy white or you can't buy from other right, you know, places. But it's just nice to know that we as a community can support one another mm-hmm. and uplift one another. Exactly. Because as you'll see in this conversation, a lot of what moves the culture forward, the overarching yes. culture, is black people and their contributions. Yes.
0: Huge huge part i mean love for the culture in the black community transcends all races it is impressionable worldwide and i think unfortunately sometimes we don't get the recognition Mm -hmm. for that you know throughout history we as black people unfortunately have had to compromise on a multitude of levels for the sake of approval our safety just to exist Mm. And just try to be in our own skin. And a lot of this comes into play with code switching. We were on a call last week for my job and it code switching came up by some of the participants and how that affects how they get their health care. Mm. That is a direct link to the community, mm. you know, and, and how it's perceived, how the healthcare providers are perceived, how you talk to your healthcare providers, and noticing when they code switch, they get better care. We shouldn't have to code switch, but we do, unfortunately, just to survive. Um, and then looking at the level of culture for having to bend to the dominant rules where the code switching also comes into play. And it's not necessary to appease the dominant culture, as we'll say. I'll say dominant monetary, because um, there's a lot more black and brown people in this world, but dominant monetary wise. And then looking at how we have to defend our decisions for why we make, why we present ourselves a particular way, why we dress a particular way, talk, are you, how you articulate yourself in different conversations. If you're not black enough, if you're too black, if you're rise with the people fist up type of thing. And it's just, it's so complicated and complex on many levels. And Black love is just not Black American love. We need to be inclusive of all our cultures around the world, Caribbean, European, African, um, as a race, and being mindful of that. There was a controversy recently. I don't know if um, anyone has heard of this, but when an influencer oh, made oh, yes. a derogatory and insensitive comment about fufu. Mm-hmm. Yes. And clearly it was just not appropriate. and. And the foods and customs and not taking the time to use it as a teaching opportunity mm-hmm. and learning, okay, you know what, this may not be my palate, but this is part of their culture. Right. It just was just not appropriate no, but at all. She,
1: how she described the food, the way she reacted when she started to mm-hmm. eat foo, it was just, I personally thought it was very disrespectful. And like you said, yes. she could have easily said, you know what, Um, this is not for my palate. I could see how people mm-hmm. would like it. It's just not something that... I could see eating on a regular basis, um, and they kept right. pushing. But that's not what she did. Right. And I, I don't even know if she really understood. That's another thing, right? That we mm. need to teach people. Why do we have to teach you that things are wrong? And and then it's like you have mm. to ingrain in somebody that something is inappropriate, and then they say, "Oh, yeah, oh, okay." Well, then I apologize. When you should have just known that from the very beginning. Right. And that's, like you said, like, love for the culture really needs to be love for the culture. For the
0: culture. Love for everything
1: that makes Black and brown people so beautiful and so different and so complex. It just is, you know, It's but that is something that, moving to the family, that's something that is ingrained at home. You understand? Yes. That is something that we need to really drive home. Like, with Issa yeah. Rae, I remember Issa Rae was like, I'm rooting for everybody Black.
0: She, yes. Wale has right. his song, you know.
1: Everything Black. Everything yes. Black. I don't care where you're from. Like you said, you could be from the Caribbean. You can be from South Africa. You can... It's mm-hmm. It's showing love for everything that makes us unique
0: mm-hmm. and
1: just makes us strong um resilient resilient. it's just loving everything about that and just educating and not
0: what's just right and not just what chic,
1: exactly or
0: what's considered chic because there's the cultural appropriation Mm -hmm. for black for the love of black Mm. culture is on a whole other level there's certain things black black culture has been doing forever and we have been demonized for it, we've been persecuted for it. And next thing you know, it's walking down a runway in Milan mm. and all of a sudden that part. It's like, oh, and then the butt injections, the hair. Like it's mm. and that's kind
1: of why I mean, okay, so I'll I'll take something back. I do feel some empathy for the woman who gorilla glued her hair. Because there's mm-hmm. something deeper there that needs to be discussed. Mm. To why you felt you needed to make your hair that straight?
0: Um, well. Mm.
1: You understand? That part. Because there's different things. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk about the woman's appearance because we all, again, everybody can should be able to present themselves in the world the way that they want to. But she had color contacts in exactly. that were, I think, like a bluish color. Oh, like there's just a long, really? a, a, a very, it's like a the, very long, the
0: bluest yeah. eye. So manifested.
1: They're you know they're just very dark. Just a lot. I, I, we're laughing because there was a conversation that we had as an aside about what long eyelashes used to be called mm. back in the day, and they mm. were called cum blockers.
0: <laughs> <They're->
1: <laughs> so I have to be frank. She had the cum blockers on. The very yes. blue eyes. It's just a lot mm. going on. But again, there's a deeper conversation that could be had about that. And again, yes, and wear your hair how you choose.
0: Because mm-hmm. that's a whole
1: nother conversation in and of itself. Very much but so. But just love who you are. Because other people love, they want to be you. They don't want to be yes. you. Yes.
0: If that makes sense. Right. They want that tan. They're like, when I was in school, they'd be like, ooh, Natalie, I went to... I don't know. Florida, I came back. I'm as dark as you. That, oh, okay. Right. Hello? No, you're not.
1: Mm-hmm. This is called melanin mm. Not This ain't because I sat in a tan booth you,
0: for, mm. for
1: two hours. No.
0: You want the color, but not Hello? the experience. But, okay. but that's what it
1: is. People like to experience mm-hmm. the culture, but don't want the experience yes, of being, truly. truly being Black. I mean, who exactly. do you think they take when they want their lips filled? And they want their mm. asses to be bigger. Mm. Whose picture do you that think part. they take mm. into these Dr. Miami shops? Yes. And then what do Black women do? Yes. Who already have all that they were blessed with. They go and get even Thank more. You. Now you're walking around looking like yes. an aunt. Yes.
0: Hello. Uh, what's her name? Oh, she's already done this. She's done a whole reboot who? top to bottom. Look oh, Kim. Yeah. That's that, but again, mm, that that's yeah, that's that's a whole other like self love thing exactly. we can talk about later. But but it speaks to it dives it does. into that. But
1: again, it, it, when we're talking about culture and how some things are learned, it does go back to the love for the black family. Um, it's necessary for a a functioning yes. and thriving society to have this mm-hmm. love for black family and our community yes. You know, we need more parents and siblings who support each other out of love and respect. Mm-hmm. And I feel like mm-hmm. the, unfortunately, the narrative has been, and it is a false narrative. I don't care what mm-hmm. you think or what you saw, or what you've heard. The, the Black family is falling apart. That mm. it's, you know, that it, it's, it's, it's problematic. The br- Black family mm-hmm. is just toxic. It's broken. broken. And that is a lie. That is yes. what they will show you and perpetuate to you through mm-hmm. media, through entertainment. And that is a lie. Because if you look at your close, look at your your immediate circle. Mm-hmm. Is that true for your yeah. immediate circle? It's not true for my circle.
0: No. And those things aren't represented, which goes back to your Oscar, Global Globe, Golden globe, globe, Golden Globe nods and snubs. Right. Because it's not being represented and we'll, you know, dive into that later. So
1: I think that that's very important that we really do need to make sure that we're doing Mm -hmm. our part to show that there, there is love in and Mm -hmm. for the black family unit. Yes. And it may not look like what you are told that it's supposed Mm -hmm. to look like, but it functions and it works and it is healthy and it is thriving and it is not toxic.
0: Exactly, it's so important to to give a nod to that as far as when you're looking at the impetus why some of the comments about the back family is is breaking down. It goes back to slavery, it goes back to willie Lynch. it goes back to how the black families were ripped apart and um kind of forced to survive on their own and led to other mm. things of women led households, and I think that's where unfortunately that perception comes mm-hmm. from that the black family is broken because it's just been a generational concept that has been pushed for so long and i think that's something that we need to make sure that we don't accept as the only right. narrative just because it's what you exactly. see more of
1: because we are no different than any other culture our families don't go exactly. through things differently than any other culture but we are exploited for it. a perfect example mm. of this is like the drug addiction drug addiction Mm. in our communities Mm. has
0: Mm. been
1: criminalized and has been demonized and we have had to have legislation and tougher Mm. drug sentences and laws because of the drug addiction Mm. in our communities yes but In other communities, as soon as people get addicted to Oxycontin, Mm. oh, we have to stomp this out. We need more programs in the community to combat this addiction.
0: Yes. It's it's a a disease. disease.
1: And we need to make sure we get to the root of the disease Mm. and fix the disease. What can we
0: do to keep the family involved and build the family up to help the person get through addiction? And yes, the lens is hmm, so different. The narrative
1: is always different. And it's unfortunate, you know. And then I feel like, unfortunately, a lot of us, especially Generation, I'm going to say Generation X and Mm -hmm. the cusp of the millennial generation. But I definitely feel Generation X feels like we've had to do, we've had to work harder, 10 times harder Mm -hmm. to prove, to disprove that narrative. That we don't Mm -hmm. all come from these broken homes and we're not all of what you've seen on Cops. And we don't all act like yes. basketball wives. That's not who Whew. we are,
0: right? Because my sister, she moved to when they moved to Hong Kong, they thought that my brother-in-law was a rapper or a basketball all- player. Like he couldn't be right. anything else, right? And they just were like, "Oh, okay. So what team you play for? Or what what what's your rap song?" And that goes to show what is mm-hmm. being pushed as a narrative yes. for us, unfortunately. And it just it and I, you know all of this can play into your mental to your own mm-hmm. psyche and how you perceive yourself in society how you interpret your love mm. of yourself and love for the individual of other mm. black mm. folks because you constantly have to deal with these negative images about ourselves like you said and cops or or the negative stereotypes with housewives and loving and hip hop or whatever they're called nowadays (laughs) and (laughs) i i can't keep up i can't keep up and you know and it's fortunately you know if you put something in front of people enough they start believing it and that's for the our culture as well as Mm -hmm. the other cultures they seem to think that that's what we are you know there however you know there is some progress being made and like you said there's a a renaissance if you will of accepting ourselves of nat of our accepting our natural beauty supporting one another, reinvesting in the community so that we can be more proud of our culture, our ethnicity, all our all the different shades, the black magic, the melanin popping, all of those things are being celebrated. Even in commercials now, you see more of us, more of us with our our natural hair. You know, the representation matters even in those little things and Geico commercials and tea commercials. That we're we're much more on the radar in positive light. So that we can kind of look back and say okay i see myself in a positive light where oftentimes we don't and i think that speaks to what the you were talking about the self-love with the young lady and the Mm -hmm. the hair glue situation with her uh, you know different you know eye color and that's fine if you so choose but also try to embrace what you come what you represent and present yourself as in your natural state we all have gone down the um relaxers and
1: creamy yeah. crack
0: as we all call it. And I'm not knocking anybody who's doing that. Do you, it's great. But I also want to celebrate the love for self and being able to celebrate yourself in your natural state and your curls and your coils. And all of that. It's something that we need to continue to uplift and nurture and continue to be kind to ourselves and appreciate the self love that comes with that. And, Celebrating the skin you're in is so key, and you know goes with the thread of our show of self love and being right. mindful and it's, of that.
1: I will say this: it's it's more important to understand why you're if you're doing these enhancements because you just want to do these enhancements. You're not doing it for anybody mm-hmm. else. You're not doing it to try to look like anybody else. Like I'll get my lashes popping. You know what I mean. I mm. recently got right. my eyebrows. I have ombre. Um, Eyebrows. So my eyebrows are pretty much Mm -hmm. tattooed on, if you will. Um, (laughs) Right. And I did it because I wanted to do it. My eyebrows looked like they were running away from my face and they were very thin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Running away.
1: They were very thin and I just wanted it to be popping. You know what I mean? I don't want to look like anybody else. I want to look like the best version of me. And that's what yes, it should be about. Is, you right. should love yourself enough because I know mm-hmm. the person that I'm with is going to love me if I got an afro. It's going to love me if I put a weave down to mm-hmm. the crack of my ass. It's going to love me if I have braids. Yep. It's going to love me if I have my hair all shaved off because it's me that they mm-hmm. love. It's not who I'm presenting exactly. to them. Um, and that's important. Mm-hmm. But we sometimes are told that our natural beauty is not acceptable. Mm. I mean, the fact...
0: Until it's on Milan hello, Runway.
1: Hello, exactly. The fact that we had to have a law in place to say that you can wear the way that your hair grows out of you your You know head what? That and part. in tw- the that. year of our Lord, 2019, 20, mm. 19, 20 yes.
0: 21. Yes. Can I, t- mm. the can I tell act y'all? The crown
1: actually had to be done? Are you kidding me?
0: In, that's insane. But I, but I see it. I see it. It happened to me when I was in a particular uh, fellowship, we'll say, I had someone in the office come by to me and say, oh, have you seen such and such's hair? It looks so professional. And I was like, what do you mean by that? Come to find out she had her hair pressed out. Mm -hmm. And she said, yes. Like, and that was the buzz in the office by the less melanated individuals. And at that point I had micro braids. So you couldn't tell if my hair was braided or what but they felt comfortable enough to come to tell me, oh my gosh, they were excited that her hair was pressed out and said it was professional. So, and I no, was just like, no. wow. And that's,
1: that is a wow. big, but I will say this. We, I have been, okay. I think the baby boomers are kind of responsible for ingraining this yeah. type of mentality into us, mm. in, into especially gener- generation, Um ex going into the workplace because yeah. I was when I first started yes. working that's what I thought I had to have my hair look a certain way I had me to too. make sure I presented myself a certain way don't mm-hmm. wear this color lipstick don't I remember I was yes. afraid up until recently to wear red lips or mm-hmm. red wear red nails you know why because my grandmother yeah. always told me ladies of the night wear <laughs> oh, red
0: yes the Jezebel complex <laughs> she's
1: the only whores wear red <laughs> lips and so I, I never <laughs> I was Afraid to do mm. that. And,
0: you yeah. know,
1: we have a friend that's in HR and she knows it is also in a lot of employee handbooks mm. that you cannot, you have to come to work looking a certain way. And it wasn't until yes. recently that I had to say to myself, what does what I have to, what I look like on the outside, what does that have to do with the job that I'm doing?
0: Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. I love thing.
1: who I am and I love what I look like. Why does that matter? If I want to come in with dreads, mm. Hello. Today and I wanna shave it all off tomorrow or I wanna wear a lace front. Thank you. Why if I'm doing my mm. job and I'm doing it well, why does it matter? Yes. So I put my red lip on. What you yeah. gonna do about it? And it's popping. And it's popping. And you and what? <laughs> the lip bar. Get into it, okay? Boss lady. Hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> And it's, it's hard. Yes, it is it's just, hard to... Yeah, it to, is so hard. ...to say, I love myself. I love my individuality.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you go to work and you got to switch that all up.
0: Right. To make other people feel comfortable. Because it's seen as threatening. And we're
1: going to get into that. It's, it, that workplace mm,
0: mentality. That, that, that right there. That right there. And it's... Yeah.
1: But, you know... Like you were saying about the love for yourself, there are other things like you really do. We, we talk about this a lot. The self-care. So important. Self-care mm-hmm. is big in finding new ways, improving the ways that you love mm-hmm. yourself and, and, and support your individuality.
0: It it's is imperative.
1: It is. And I think once you do that, once you have really established the love for yourself, and I think you need to do this. Before you get into a relationship and before you get into a marriage, please have Mm. a strong foundation of love for self.
0: Mm.
1: Love for self. Because I'm telling you, we talk about the love for black families. The other thing that sometimes is under attack is love for is the love for black marriages and love and the love for Mm -hmm. black relationships. Because yeah. Black love is essential for the good of a Black marriage. We all know this. But it's also, you have to, I feel like, it's not just the intimate sexual Black love. It's the love for the culture, Correct. for the community. Mm. You have to have that, to, I feel like, to have all a successful of that. Black marriage. It does. It connects you. Um, and then I feel like once, again, we participate in loving ourselves, we're able to have more healthier, sustainable relationships.
0: Yes. yes on all levels um,
1: but I will say we do need more representation of love commitment and respect mm-hmm. I think that there is I a agree. place for a lot of things um, and I support mm-hmm. a lot of different messages but I also feel like there has to be a place that people should be able to look to to see positive representations of love positive relationship, representations yes. of black love black commitment and black respect you know, we 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 tout the futures, but we call the Russell
0: Wilsons corny. Mm. Hello, can we talk Makes about no that? Makes no sense to me. Please, and it, I I don't understand. It's that that mentality that I mean, the pimp player lifestyle is seen as mm-hmm. celebrated, and so like you said, that you tout the futures with fifty eleven baby mamas. But someone who wants to remain faithful in a relationship to their community to their children is seen as Why would right. You it makes do no it?
1: sense to me. Like
0: it, it, like I, which makes no sense. Right. It's counterintuitive.
1: It and, and you know it's sad. You know, Um
0: it is, and very I think sad. a lot
1: of us were deprived of good examples of what healthy relationships should look like in the media. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have you know, we had the Cosby show and then what else did we have? Look how long it took after the Cosby show to have Mm. another representation of what a good Black family looks like. Right, and healthy relationships. And and I'm not going off, I'm not using the Jeffersons or um, Good Times because Good Times, yes, they had a loving family, but their family was just built in trauma and struggle. (laughs) that's right and stereotypes that's all it was built on understandably so but that is where they were in that time period and that is where a lot of african Correct. americans were in that time period mm-hmm. but i'm saying once we what about those that like what about representations of not struggling because if that's all you saw then all yes. you would think is that all we are supposed to do in this world is struggle
0: is struggle right and then i think that dehumanizes us to other people they're they're struggling. Like, well, they so struggle, so what does
1: already?
0: it matter so what does it matter if I right. add one more thing to the And plate? I think
1: that the, the idea and the definition of Black love and Black relationships and what that all means, it's going to have a different meaning. It's spanning age, socioeconomic dispositions, mm-hmm. like geographical locations. Um, we, in doing research, we saw that Essence had asked 10 Black couples what Black love means. And I think that this was... Um, Kind of piggybacking off of or starting the conversation around the Black Love show that came on the OWN Network. Mm-hmm. And right. um, they all answered differently. And again, it was all based on their age, their socioeconomic dispositions, mm-hmm. geographical locations. So some of the definitions that they provided are, um, the first one, which is the one that I love the most, it's, it was, it's when Black girl magic meets Black boy joy. It's the love mm-hmm. and adoration, not just for each other, but for your race as a whole. That was my favorite definition. Yeah. And mm-hmm. some other like couples went on to say Black love is a fine balance of showing up and yielding space. Black love means strength and resilience. Black love is the ability to love your mate and be unapologetically Black while celebrating mm. Black excellence. That was my second favorite because I was like, yes, yes. get into mm-hmm. that. Um, Black love is lineage. Black love means resilience in the world that is not always kind to black and brown women mm. and men. Love is courageous, mm. resilient, and inspiring. And black love is defying the odds. And I feel like that does encompass mm. not just marriage and relationships, but the overarching concept, right? Like, yes, it is strength and it is resilience. And yes, there's sometimes mm-hmm. our love is built on trauma i mean how could it not be when you yeah. look at how we came to exist in this world exactly. that we're in now um mm-hmm. and in this country exactly. how can you not how can you discredit that right um but right. We, we i'll say for one thing with black people we will find a way we will even in the most tragic of situations our love for our community and our culture and for ourselves always tends to rise mm-hmm. up to the top. This is why you have black Twitter.
0: Yes. Mm. Why you get those memes that everybody right. can relate to. The Thanksgiving, the auntie, if you got a whooping because you didn't take out the chicken when your mama called and it's still frozen. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know that's what...
1: <laughs> it is yes. All of those and I things. think when we're talking about relationships between couples, and it doesn't matter if it's same mm-hmm. sex or if it's you know, the love shared between a man and a woman. I think being in a relationship with someone who is also, being in a relationship and being able to be unapologetic, apologetically black is a beautiful thing because they understand your shared experiences yeah. and i'm not saying this like i don't think that you yes. should be in interracial relationships or anything like that is definitely not what i'm saying because you should love who right. you want to love and i support people loving who they choose to love
0: they regardless love.
1: of who it is mm-hmm. um but it right. is to note that you know if you are a a woman or man who is in this space of loving all of their melanin and who they are and you're with someone else who understands Mm -hmm. that, respects it, can see your per per, um, perspective and understand it in a way because they also are living that shared experience. Mm -hmm. It's just different. Mm
0: -hmm. It's yeah. It's something that only those in that experience can understand to a degree. And however you choose to interpret that moving forward in your life is, is your choice. But we're coming from it as a shared experience right. of understanding for one another. Because I I you know? love
1: I'm a person who just loves love. And I love seeing people mm-hmm. in love. I don't care what you you know what I mean. I just love it. Because it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing in a world that overall, collectively, mm-hmm. is not a very loving hmm. world. No.
0: We've gotten away
1: from that. It's sad. Um compassion and empathy, I know, is lacking. Um <laughs> but it's beautiful to see people in love, but because Black people don't have that representation of love in the mm-hmm. world, when you really get to see it in its true and pure form, it's a beautiful Ooh. thing. It's almost, unfortunately, when yes. people see it, it's like a unicorn because you don't get to see it.
0: Yeah, it's an anomaly. Like, we what shouldn't is that? be
1: surprised when movies like The Photograph come out why are we surprised Mm. because we don't get to see this representation enough
0: at all, at all. And that speaks to other things and goes right back to how Hollywood may or may not represent those Mm -hmm. particular relationships and what we think healthy black love should look like, which we unfortunately don't always get to see, you know, and, and those, those elements and black love. And this is for the community and, and relationships and friendships when you should have trust and support, there's shared responsibility and understanding. Like Z said, there's compassion and there's a level of genuineness that you see, like you see that person and that person mm. sees you. And it's and it's important to be seen in that way and be understood. And speaking to the respect and support, which Z mentioned earlier. And huge, huge one for me is honesty and accountability because you need to own your stuff and then try to make sure you work through it and and be able to acknowledge that as you're trying to build that black love and negotiating, negotiating in fairness and understanding where individuals are coming from and the level of intimacy and not just physical intimacy. Intimacy goes beyond physical and understanding mentally, intellectually where you are with those individuals and how to communicate that love for one another, be it in the community, relationships, so so forth. And then, of course, physical affection. And being, you know, PDA, public displays of affection, which sometimes we don't always see, unfortunately. You know, and it, it should be norm. It's normalized in every other culture. But for us, sometimes it's just like, whoa, wow, that's... We don't get to see that. But it's normal. It shouldn't be a unicorn at all, you know? And then you look at, you know, going back to what we were saying about where it's represented in the entertainment industry. Historically, it's... <laughs> It just hasn't been there, like Z said, you know, and you always have to preface my experience as a black person does not match up. You're not the representative for the black community for. And those are, I think, where microaggressions come into play. When folks come up and ask you, well, why do black people do this? Mm. I don't know. I'm not the black right. president for all people. You, you know, and the and that whole monolith, like you mentioned, it's not that's not who we are. We are very. We have varying personalities, cultures, influences, languages, shades, you know, hairstyles, relationship yeah, and, styles.
1: And and, and, and it's that, you know, know that our love isn't a monolith either. It isn't always yes. just born out of trauma. It can be trauma. familiar. Yes. It can be erotic. It can be romantic. It can be mm-hmm. fraternal. It it can be abundant. And it sometimes is dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the black culture. But but that's not something that is pushed enough. It's, there's always one Correct. view, one narrative of how our love mm-hmm. has been. And if you notice in a lot of films that do very well in Hollywood, it's always slave films. And it's always... Mm. Again, our love is built in these traumatic experiences, and it's just like, well, we can get through mm-hmm. this because it's, it's struggle love. It's struggle love. Our love is not yes. struggle love,
0: and it's that's celebrated. It should not be the norm. Struggle no, love should not it be shouldn't. celebrated.
1: Not no. no. <laughs> God, huh. so exhausting. It it's is a struggle, <laughs> and you know, black love um, should be. Something that's considered normal in the black community. It should be something that we understand. It's not something that we have to talk about. Um, And so, with that, we decided we wanted to leave you all with an activity to do. And we just want to challenge each of you to do something in each of the five areas that we discussed to kind of express your black love. So, you can buy black, you can volunteer in your community um you can incorporate a self-care routine that celebrates your melanin whatever it is we challenge you this month and maybe for the rest of the year to just do something that just really elevates and celebrates the concept of black love what it means to you um and just really pour back into yourself and pour back to your family and pour back into your community. Um, And so with that, we're going to take a quick break and come back with our last of the day. And we're back. This is last sip of tea with your hood Dalai Lama and I am your hood Dalai Lama. Black love is black wealth and that is Nikki Giovanni one of my favorite 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 po- oh my god I love her. So the Urban Dictionary defines black love as a spiritual journey that only people who are rich in melanin can experience a love that is unconditional a love that can build an empire and so yes black love is black wealth. Because when we have an abundance of it, we want for nothing. And that is the last sip of tea with your hood, Dalai Lama.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on Sip and Tea with Nat and Z. As you know, you can follow us on IG at Sip and Tea underscore Nat and Z underscore pod. And on Facebook at Sip Nat and Z to get information on our upcoming podcasts, guest view, guest news, and giving us your feedback. And we will be transitioning to a new schedule of releasing an episode every two weeks. So join us for our next episode where we will be discussing being black in the workplace. All right, y'all have a good week. Bye. Bye.